When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, baseball family. Thanks for taking a quick break with us right now. We need to get into some trade deadline shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff and things happening in the trade rumors. They are no longer rumors. They have all happened. Now the <laughs> trade deadline is passed. Trade actuations. <laughs> so, so let's go through this really quick. Um, Joey Gallo gets moved to the Yankees. And real quick, real, real quick, Brig. Yeah, um, I knew you were gonna stop me. Yeah, yeah I, knew I mean, let's stop. Let's stop real quick. What do you think about this trade? He's tall. He is indeed. Yeah, fits right in. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me, Brad? Excellent analysis, Brig. Are you happy with the trade? <laughs> I think that's what the people want to know. As a Yankees fan, are you happy with the Joey Gallo acquisition? Yeah, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I don't think it's my favorite thing in the world. It's it. Mm, I hope here's why. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's why. I hope it means that we're going to make some room in the outfield to let him actually shine. Okay. By, by that, I hope that means Stanton leaves soon. Valid. Maybe an off season deal. Like mm-hmm. a, you know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Like let's keep Gallo rounds, get Stanton out of there. Boy, I would love that. Okay, that would make a lot of sense to me. Gallo's bat makes way more pop than Stanton's does. And he's just better. He's just better for the team, right? He's also feels like he's going to be a better clubhouse guy than Stanton is. I haven't checked out his Instagram, but Stanton is all about that Instagram. Yeah, he has always been about that Instagram, hasn't he? And so maybe that's where his focus is, and it's not on that twitchy swing of his or whatever. I'm starting to get bitter again, so let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not upset about the trade. The end. Okay. (laughs) Okay. There is another trade we'll talk about later. (laughs) Okay, so Scherzer and Trey Turner go to Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, Brad, I want to know your opinion on this, but – is it, am I alone in assuming that this is just unfair at this point? I mean, I feel like there's a deal like this every single year, right? Where yeah. there is one team that just fleeces another team because they're desperate to dump the salaries. You know, yeah. the Nats were obviously desperate to dump some salaries because they also um, – this one had nothing – Let's see here. They traded uh, John Lester. They traded Kyle Schwarber. Lester went to St. Louis. Schwarber went to Boston. And then they sent Scherzer and Turner to the Dodgers for yeah. a pack of balls and a six-pack, right? So <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. They just so badly wanted to get that money off the books, and, and the Dodgers had something that they wanted. I'm sure there were several other teams who – maybe we're offering a pack of balls. Another team was offering a six pack and the Dodgers said, you know what? We'll give you both. And so that's why they're Dodgers now instead of that's exactly why. I mean, at one point Scherzer was going to go to the Padres. Yeah. 
You know, like that would like, have been just as much of a spoil of of riches. Exactly, exactly right. So I feel like there's there's one of these deals every single year that goes down, where everybody's left shaking their head and confused about how it actually happened, and it just happens yeah. to be Scherzer and Turner to the Dodgers. I think, I mean, at one point I had the Padres as um, as World Series favorites out of the National League. Yeah, not anymore. I've I've got the Dodgers again. Do you? Yeah. You converted all the way back around. All the way back around. Yep. You know, which which reminds me that poor guy on uh, on Instagram who's telling everybody he's going to buy them all jerseys if they like that post. If the Dodgers yeah. win the World Series, he's going to be out lots and lots of money. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. so much money. <laughs> he does that every year, and he does it with a different team every year. It's been the Yankees. It was like Yankees last year and the year before, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, this year I think he's really going to be in trouble because I have a feeling the Dodgers are probably going to win the World Series. <laughs> it's a pretty good chance. <laughs> it, it's it, it just got better is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so um, like you said, well, hold on. The Blue Jays picked up right-handed pitchers, Jose Barrios and Brad Hand. Um, the Nationals, like we said, they dumped salary. Sterling Marte and Jan Gomes go to Oakland. Lester goes to St. Louis. Schwarber goes to Boston. The Mariners, you're saying, made some subtle moves, which is true. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Diego Castillo moves from get they got him from the Rays for a reliever and a prospect. He's a right-handed pitcher, in case you didn't know. Yep, um, he's that closer you were talking about earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And you said he's not there anymore. Yeah. Oh, I still uh, I still have his ERA up. Let's see what is his ERA right now. Diego Castillo. What would you say, like two something? One two something? seven two. Yeah, two seven two. Two seven two. Well, and okay. I, I'll I'll tell you this though, he did blow a save the other day. He gave up a walk off home run to uh, Jonah Heim uh, in the tenth inning against the Rangers. So there's that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> okay. Well, his ERA's gone up now. Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. They also get Abraham Toro and uh, Joe Smith. Okay. That's subtle. So, Nobody even knows who those people are, Brad. So the, one thing, I, I did laugh about Joe Smith. I was like, golly, I hope his pitching is as boring as his name, first off. And it has been. <laughs> he has gone three innings not giving up a hit or a run or a walk. <laughs> so that's been outstanding. Oh, that's pretty um, good. That's pretty good. But this was a big deal for Mariners fans trading away Kendall Graveman. Rafael Montero, he people have been wanting him gone for a while. He's been terrible, but Graveman has been one of the best relievers in the game. And this is the thing. I talked about this on my Seattle podcast just this weekend that Graveman had an expiring contract. The Mariners are not making a play for the World Series this year. Like no, not at all. And no. a guy like Graveman if you're going to keep him around, you got to be making a run to the World Series. So yeah, they traded him. They got Abraham Toro, who is now on an eight-game hitting streak, uh, hit in every hit safely in every single game that he's been with the Mariners, six games, mm-hmm. um, and the Mariners have him for like another three or four years under club control. So I think that was an pre-arbitration, outs- right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that was an outstanding That's- move. Excellent. And then, huh. and then got left-handed pitcher Tyler Tyler Anderson from the uh, from the Pirates, and he he's going to round out the pitching staff because the Mariners have had issues with with guys getting hurt, have been throwing a four-man yeah. staff with the fifth being a bullpen day, which has not gone well, might I add, at all. <laughs> um, right. So Tyler Anderson comes in and he's the fifth starter. 
and it's been yeah. fine, mostly good. So uh, I think the mostly Mariners did good. well. I think the Mariners did well. I'm happy with the trade deadline. It wasn't nearly as loud as everybody I feel like anticipated it was going to be, but I thought it went well. So for Seattle, for or Seattle just in general, for Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because. Okay. Because here's the thing. It's like I said, the Mariners aren't playing for a World Series this year. They're playing for the playoffs next year. If they if they make the playoffs yeah. this year, it's gravy, right? Because totally. Because I, I didn't expect them to make the playoffs this year. I expect them to make the playoffs next year, and they're in a better position to do so. So Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And what a measured response from you, Brad. Thank you for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate um, that. <laughs> <laughs> the, Padre, the Padres made some splashes. They pick up uh, – utility guy adam frazier from the pirates and that that's it though and which is i mean it's a good acquisition but is is that enough you already said that's not enough to beat la i don't think it is i think they needed scherzer i think they needed to figure out how to get scherzer over there uh because yeah they've they've got some pitching issues frazier's going to be good but they also had cronenworth already who wasn't he's been playing well so it's true you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know that Frazier can play the outfield, but and he's an all-star, so you find a place yeah. to put him. But at the same time, in the National League, it gets pretty crowded pretty quickly. Yeah, I absolutely without the agree. DH. So, well, and you, if I mean, yeah, if you, San Francisco is still on a tear, so yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> Let's not forget them; they're still killing it. Yeah. Okay. Yep, and we'll talk about them in a little bit, but. This yep. was the and one that the this, Rockies. Yes, go ahead with the Rockies. This is what really surprised me. Yeah, I mean, me. come on now. How come he, uh, Trevor Story didn't go anywhere? And we're not the only ones surprised. It sounds like he was surprised on top of it and maybe upset. I would say, well, how, how are you not? How are you not upset? It's like being Juan Soto in, in Washington right now. Yeah. You're like, what? Well, and this is the thing is he told the Rockies that he's not going to resign with them with them. And I'm sure he that they said, like, we're going to try to move you at the deadline. He was like, OK. And it's one of those things, you know, where you're like set to like ready, set to be done. Right. Yeah. You know, it's almost yeah. like like you're going to quit your job and you're like, all right, my two weeks. This is my last day in two days. And then you're and then they're like, well, can you stick around for like three days? And you're like, oh, worthless for those three days. So he took himself out of the lineup. He was so upset about it. Yeah, that's right. And I don't blame him. Uh, no. But the reason they didn't was, from what I understand, was the asking price was just way too high. And that's really the case with a lot of guys. Like Whit Merrifield with the Royals, his asking price was way too high. Um, the Mariners made a play for Berrios. You know, he ended up going to the, the Blue Jays, and Jerry DePoto said they yeah. wanted two pitching prospects that we were not willing to give up. Yeah. You know, and it's – it. There was a lot of teams were asking way too much because they knew it was a, they knew it was a a seller's market, um, but I you know the Rockies just I guess got a little greedy with it and, and couldn't move stories so they're gonna lose them for nothing, they're not gonna get anything for nothing. Back. Yeah, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Brad, I want to know from you, man, who was uh, the most surprising move the trade deadline? I still think the Scherzer and Turner deal was the most surprising. Um, I was not expecting them to go in a package deal, especially to the Dodgers. Um, there was a little bit of murmuring that that the Mariners were making a play for Trey Turner. Um, yeah. Obviously, they you know I'm sure it was kind of the same thing. Like I said with uh, with Barrios, that the Nats probably wanted one of the Mariners' top infield prospects and maybe one or two pitching prospects, who by the way are very very good because the Mariners have like six or seven guys in the top 100. 
so that's yeah, a, that's a big deal. Like one of the best. They have one of the best farm systems in baseball. Right yeah, now. yeah. Those are big asks. Those are really big asks, and and I'm not surprised that they would ask for that. And then, but I'm also not surprised that they turned them down. Uh, so yeah. the fact that Scherzer and Turner went in a package deal to the Dodgers, that to me was was the biggest one. What about you? What was your big surprise? We're gonna get to my biggest surprise, Brad. Okay. We're gonna get to it, but it, it's Anthony Rizzo. Mm, yes. Yes. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But you that will. was my biggest surprise. Who do you think won? Did anybody win? I think we already know the answer to this question. I, the Dodgers again. The Dodgers it, won. It, they won the trade deadline. Yeah, they did. They really did. <sighs> the, and this is the Stupid. thing: is with Scherzer, like they're not even going to miss Bauer. Bauer could miss the entire no. season, not come back ever. And the Dodgers are like, "That's fine. We got Mad Max. We're good. We're good to go." Yep. <clears throat> That's exactly right, and that's why they did it, and it makes perfect sense. And, yep. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. All right, should we take a break okay. and come back and talk about the Cubs? Very short break, very short third segment. Let's do it. Welcome back, baseball family. Uh, we wanted to talk uh, a little bit more extensively about the Chicago Cubs because the Cubs broke up the band. Jed Hoyer, the GM, yeah. I mean, he sold everybody. They had a fire sale, got rid of their entire core, uh, sent everybody away for top prospects. I mean, the Cubs, if they don't have the number one farm system in baseball right now, I don't know who does. Because out of the four big-name players that they moved, five big-name players that they moved ended up getting 11 or 12 top 100 prospects. So that, they have to be number one. Have to yeah. be. You're right. Yeah. So so Brig uh, mentioned a little bit ago that Anthony Rizzo went to the Yankees. This might have been one of the most surprising moves. I feel like it's to me it's the most surprising move because we neither one of us saw this coming. We both thought he's going to go to no. Boston. I for sure thought he was going to go to Boston. Yeah, it, I don't know. I mean, it's, I think this is the one that I was that I was trying to get at you with with the Gallo deal. <laughs> like you were vi- you were very upset about this trade and not ne- not necessarily about Rizzo himself coming but about the move, right? The move it, it was the move. Yeah, the move made no sense to me cuz we gave up like some 4A players. Yeah. For Rizzo and it's going to end up being a rental, right? Cuz yeah. I I think he's only got like two and a half, three months or whatever left. Yeah, so. it's the last year of his deal. <clears throat> yeah, I I man and based on the video evidence of him in the bullpen, he's not having any fun – or the bullpen, the dugout. He's not having any fun anyway. If there's anybody else, So, though. And nobody's having any fun. He came in. He had a home run his first night. He had a home run his second night. And now – and now he's sad. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's picked up the, the Bronx morose, for whatever we're calling it, the malaise. Yeah, and it's it's just a crying shame because he's so much fun, so much personality, and, mm-hmm. and Chicago had all that culture that was built for him, built around him, and uh, they stripped it. They far, you know they farmed people out everywhere else, and now Anthony Rizzo is bored and or very sad. So here's the reason <laughs> I was so upset about this deal. I I wonder if Brian Cashman at this point is is collecting baseball cards. I wonder. <laughs> I, and that's how it feels like let's do this deal because i'm good at doing deals and i like doing deals and also before i leave 
uh, I got to get as many of these baseball cards as I can <laughs> so that he can neurotically like reshuffle his three ring binder, you know, in his desk mm -hmm. um, by himself at, you know, when everybody's left the stadium and he'll sit there and he'll just, he'll like shuffle contracts like baseball cards. <laughs> like, Oh, should I put him in order of magnitude? Uh, should I put him in chronological order? Should I put him in order of uh, how much money they cost or how many prospects we gave up? for them and he's just like a 10 year old with baseball cards he's gonna sit there and he's gonna just gloat over how awesome he is at doing deals and all the big names that he got in his little pile of awesome and i don't know I, i'm obviously being super flippant about this but nothing against cashman i just wonder if i mean is he drawn with a full box of crayons anymore because <laughs> i he might not be this this deal didn't make any sense to me, like, as soon as Luke Voigt comes back, and I know he's been a little shoddy, but I think it's a culture problem. I don't think you have talent problem. I think it's a culture problem. Mm -hmm. The end. I'm so mad. Oof. Okay. And I love Rizzo. I don't have anything problem with Rizzo. Right. He's a great first baseman. He's going to be great at bat. Mm -hmm. he, he brings a left-handed bat to the lineup. Like, there's a million reasons it's not a bad thing. I just wonder, like... Like what are we doing? We're gonna we're gonna rent this guy for two and a half months and then hope the rest of the AL East falls apart in sixty days? No. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I agree with you. That was the part that was puzzling about it. Is this this is not a long term move? This is instant gratification to get a big name in that dugout and hopefully turn around the culture. But if they're not gonna listen to him, he can't do anything. Uh, exactly. So Ex yeah, it, it's exactly. Strange. And I and I see I see infusing him into the culture and whatever, but not when there's you know twenty or so other people that are already sad. Yeah, you can't you, you can't get it's not going to work. Yep. Sorry. Agreed. Also, get Aaron Boone's got to go. Yep. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. We also had Chris Bryant. He went to the San Francisco Giants, which at first I thought was strange because. Uh, I was like, well, the Giants have a good third baseman in Evan Longoria, but he it turns out he's on the 60-day IL with a shoulder injury, so I don't know right. when they're going to get him back. Um, and then Javi Baez went to the Mets. Uh, he had <laughs> said that if you know if, if he did end up leaving, he would want to go to the Mets so he could play with his best friend, Francisco Lindor, and yep. so it is. Um, and then Craig Kimbrell got sent across town to the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. That's puzzling to me. I don't know why you would help your crosstown rival like that. It's not. It's not puzzling to me. Do you want to know? Do you want to know why? Okay. Why is that? His daughter has a heart condition, and that's where we're going to go next because that's the explanation that I got today. So oh, okay. So oh yeah, I do see it there. Okay. So <laughs> like, why this, are you questioning it? <laughs> well, I was questioning it at the time, and then I found this out, Brigham. Brigham, I'm just I'm playing I'm playing a role here. Okay, it's a character. Anyway. So oh, okay, <laughs> it's a chronology. <laughs> so, so that leads into our next point. Chris Bryant said on Sunday that Brian Hoyer was quote classy about uh, about considering their families when they made their, when they made their deals. And as Briggs said, that was a big deal. Was that Craig Kimbrell's daughter has a heart condition, so they don't have to move; they can stay put. Yep. She can continue to see her doctors and. That really is excellent because my that was my first impression when they made that deal was like why would you help the White Sox as the Cubs why on earth but that makes perfect yeah. sense that is a great move right. by Jed Hoyer to to just take care of his guy right and then yeah. the same thing with well Baez. And let's be honest well go ahead Kim Kimbrel Kimbrel he's not going to be around too much longer no he's right? not 
He's not. So this he's not anybody's franchise guy. He's not going to come in and save the day for anybody. He's going to pad the bullpen a little bit, and that's it. I don't know. He he's could fine. get he could get the save that the White Sox need to win the World Series. If that's what it takes. No, I totally agree, and and I think this is the year it could happen if it's going to happen. But I don't know yeah. if it'll be next year. No, I don't think it will be next year. Um, but like we said, Baez went to New York uh, to play with his best friend Francisco Lindor. It happened. Baez didn't have to make the free agent move. Hoyer made yeah. it happen for him. It's so cool. So that's pretty cool. And you know, I read an article that said that uh, that Rizzo went to New York, which is where he's from, but he's not. He's from Florida. He's from South Florida. So, mm. I mean, I guess he's not far from the spring training facility, so he could like he'll be close to his family if he decides to go back to New York next year. But I don't think that's going to happen. No. But anyway, and then Chris Bryant, we know, is from Las Vegas, so he's pretty close with uh, being in San Francisco. It's it's one of the closer franchises really i mean you've got la anaheim and uh, phoenix are really the only ones that are closer so yeah you're right so pretty good on him as far as uh, looking out for his guys but then but then brig this was really why i wanted to talk about this today because hoyer turned on his heel and (laughs) and made everybody else look like the bad guys he said Every one of these guys would say they wanted to stay in Chicago. We wanted to be a Cub. But then we would sit down and do negotiations. That wasn't how they acted. And I want to know, Brig. Well, first off, mm. because and the reason he says this is because they, he, according to Hoyer, they extended offers to all those guys. Specifically, they extended an offer to Rizzo earlier this year. He said it was below what he was looking for. He rejected it. Chris Bryant, I believe it was two or three years ago, maybe it was two years ago, said that I'd never rejected an offer. I never got one, you know? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like a, he said, she said kind of thing as far as Bryant goes. Um, but Hoyer is trying to make these guys, I mean, it feels like the scapegoat, right? Is that <laughs> for like, it's their fault. We had to tear it down. Is that kind of what it feels like to you? Uh, no, no, not to me. And, and specifically when you look at K or at uh, KB situation, Chris Bryant, uh-huh. Like, we knew he was going to leave as soon as he got the chance, right? They did him dirty with his uh, service time Uh uh, manipulation and everything. And so there's been bad blood there, I think, for quite a while. And I I just think that he – and plus his performance is suffering so bad that I think that there was a major culture shift when uh, David Ross took over. Uh Not that it was been – terribly bad just that it's been a major culture shift and for you to you know to now be in charge of your buddies is hard right yeah. it's that way in the military right you get you're with all your buddies and you get promoted and now you're in charge of all them and suddenly you, the dynamic changes it's mm-hmm. just different so i think there's some of that going on but i think there's been bad blood with chris bryant the whole time i think that baez could have been a cub for the rest of his life i'm mm-hmm. terribly confused by that one yeah. Other than his desire to go play in uh, New York with his buddy. And then I can't believe they let Rizzo go. He's like their ultimate franchise guy. Yeah, yeah. It, that shocks me. I mean, I'm literally aghast at Rizzo leaving Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that the guy who stayed was Wilson Contreras. <laughs> Out oh, of that whole group. No kidding. It's Wilson Contreras. They could have moved him for, I mean, pretty much the same load that they moved those a couple of those other guys for. I mean, he's he's a great catcher. Sure. 
Few catchers have the arm. I feel like he has, or the athleticism, because he can actually run no, pretty no well doubt. for a catcher. So, <laughs> I mean, no doubt about it. And he, man, his he can gun you down, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my. But but no, this oh, that, that was my thing though. Him. Was that like, I I did feel like Chris Bryant was gone. Like you said, there was the whole thing with his service time yeah. manipulation, and his agent is Scott Boris. He wasn't yep. gonna, he wasn't gonna let him stay for anything besides like, I don't know I don't know that he was looking for uh, I don't know that he's looking for Bryce Harper money but up there you know he's gonna be looking yeah. for ten to twelve years with worth three hundred some odd million dollars you know like that yeah. that's what Boris is gonna be looking for and he wasn't gonna let him sign for anything less than that the Cubs were not gonna offer it so we all knew Chris Bryant was gone I do feel like though Anthony yep. Rizzo because. In that same article, um, Hoyer uh, cited uh, Kyle Hendricks' desire to stay. He said that he took a little bit less money so that he could so that he could stay. And I don't know if that's necessarily true that he did take less money, but I was surprised that Rizzo wasn't like, okay, you know, I'll take a little bit yeah. less this time so we can build this thing up again if that's the goal, you know, because you keep Rizzo around, you trade Baez, you trade Bryant, and possibly even Contreras, which I guess it, now that I think about it, it kind of makes sense that they're not trading him because they're so shallow with the catching position right now that they kind of need him. <laughs> sure. But yeah. But trade those other guys for the same prospects, and you can build that team around Rizzo and his tremendous leadership. Yeah. I don't know. I I felt like that they could they could have made it happen, but I don't know. I it it felt thing, it felt though. a little bit to me like Hoyer was like throwing those guys under the bus and be like, look, they did this to themselves. Look at them, not yeah. me. When you're upset, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I I see what you're saying. I still don't think I agree with that, but it it makes logical sense. Yeah. Here's the thing about Rizzo is I don't. It's not impossible for me to see him going back to Chicago. I could see him going right? back. Like yeah. He goes back next season. They do exactly what you just proposed. They build the team around him. You know, they've they've shaken up the culture enough, and, and he gets a hero's welcome. Mm-hmm. And they've got all these prospects now that they can throw it behind him and everything. I think that's that's not outside the realm of possibility. My only concern is what happens with the collective bargaining agreement at the end of the season. And if they institute any kind of salary cap or anything like that, then Rizzo is might be the one that loses – out uh, financially in this deal because you yeah. know he's only got this is the end of his contract and if if suddenly contract negotiations are completely redesigned at the beginning of next season um you know that he's he's going to be in an interesting spot <laughs> potentially <laughs> those all all those guys could be because they, right, they exactly. were holding out and saying you know like I'm going to be on the open market. I'm going to be worth this much and I'm going to get it. But then, I mean, if there's a salary cap, those guys are not going to get nearly any, like anywhere near what they would have gotten either a, in an extension with the Cubs or B, especially if they keep the current model with the competitive balance tax, which is a joke, but it's a joke, but yeah, but yeah, I, I don't, they're going to miss everybody. A lot of guys are going to miss out on a lot of money. And it's, that's one reason that I'm worried about uh, baseball next year is because there are a lot of free agents who would, uh, would hurt from it. So, yeah, that's right. That's the trouble. That's right. So anyway, that's, that's what I think. Yeah. 
something to keep an eye on for sure. Those Cubs going forward. It's been fun though. It was a fun trade deadline. I thought it was exciting. It was. It was really exciting, and it, and it went down to the last little bit. I mean, Chris Bryant, I think, was dealt five minutes before. Yeah, like it, the whole thing was so quiet until it was right the eleventh hour, man. And then I was getting my phone was blowing up. Yeah, and we were talking about this with our our friends in the group, Denise and Jason, and we were like, we we're like, man, I can't. I hate getting notifications from MLB that cite other people. And they're like, this is potential, but they they say it's a done deal. <laughs> oh, well, that was the Scherzer deal. Everybody was like, oh, it's, Not it's almost done. done. <laughs> it's almost done. Scherzer to the Padres. And then next thing you know, it's Scherzer to the Dodgers. <laughs> like, what? Oh, my gosh. What happened? So funny. What? Yeah, it's yeah, funny. It was... Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.